Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? It's the Snow White Odyssey, episode two. We'll try and get through more than two minutes of the film this time, I think, because that's all we did, really, mm. last time out. We got distracted. It happens. Well, yeah, it's you know. a short film, so we can afford yeah. to do that. Yeah, if we're supposed to, if we're going to get our contractual obligation of about 35 episodes out of this, then we're going we're gonna to get sidetracked now and again, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, where were we? Uh, we've, we've been introduced to the Wicked Queen, haven't we? Uh, with the mirror. And she's yeah. uh, decided that she wants Snow White dead. And then we see Snow White for the first time and she's at, she's at the wishing well. Mm. And I'm going to be honest, Sam, she's fucking annoying. She is a bit annoying. I'm not well, a Well, the thing is, she's, she's dizzy mm-hmm. and daft and naive. Yeah. And that's sort of essential to the plot in many ways because some of the things that happen, some of the things she does... Yeah. They can only be explained by someone who's not the full shilling. She's a fucking as my idiot. Grandma would have said, "Yeah, she's a bit, she's an idiot." She's. Um, I mean, what what what's her role? She she's doing sort of menial tasks within the castle. Yeah, basically, what's happened? You you don't get the full backstory about uh, how the stepmother came to marry the the king. You never see the king. Uh, well, this is my question: What the fuck is the king doing in all well, of this? I believe that he is dead. Right. If you, if you, but I only know this because I've <clears throat> done a lot of research around the Snow White mythology, the backstory, the and all of that. Yeah. And you can see other films like there's a there's a very good live action one with um, Julia Roberts doing a fantastic performance as the Wicked Queen. Nowhere near as good as the Wicked Queen in in this animated original. Yeah. But it, it she is good, and I believe it's Phil Collins's daughter playing Snow White in it. Right, okay. But she's much, she's much, <laughs> she's much more uh, savvy because it's sort of a fairly modern film. So she's mm. sort of like feisty and intelligent, which is fine. But it does undermine the central premise of the original film, which is you have a cruel, wicked but very cunning mm. queen um, versus a very callow and naive. Um, simple-minded young princess, a fucking idiot, basically. I mean, is the king and, pra- is the king perhaps off at war? I think something like I that. I think he's dead. No, you no, think I he's think dead? he's dead. I think he's dead. Yeah, uh, which is why he's not there to help out. 
So she's basically, rather than just cast Snow White out, which presumably she thinks would look bad with the public, instead what she does is she keeps her there in the castle and she's so infuriated by her good looks. She's a pretty person, mm. she's a pretty young girl, uh, that she makes her dressing rags and perform menial tasks. And that's where we first meet her. She's out in the courtyard of the castle and she's well, thinking about doing a bit of washing, scrubbing see, and chatting rugs. to her animal friends. They're quite nice rugs. Mm. You know, I've seen worse you, rugs. I've seen worse rugs on Cinderella, who was in a similar you, position. Are you being a bit? You're being a bit unsympathetic towards Snow White at this no, stage. No, I'm saying she's got decent rugs. I wouldn't describe well, them as rugs. It's quite a nice get-up she's got. Yeah. But, well, anyway, um, they've, 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 she's not dressed like a princess. You would expect a princess to dress. No, it's not but full princess gear, is it? Yeah, you've seen worse. So anyway, there she is. She's sort of pottering about, really, in the courtyard, isn't she? And she's having yeah. a chat with the animals. She is. Yeah. Uh, got a lovely pair of clogs on her. I noticed. Work, yeah, work clogs. Yeah. Um, well, I think in them days that was standard that was issue. Yeah, get clogged for up. anyone of the working classes, unless you were the queen. Yeah. Also, I mean, the, the king's dead, so the queen has then inherited the throne. So you would have thought she's married the king, hasn't she? Second wife, let's say. Yeah, I think that's how it, is yeah. she taken over the throne you'd think it would be passed down to the king's son or daughter well there isn't one well there's Snow White yeah well that again if you look at the film or some of the writing around it you will find out that there was all sorts of political uh, trickery going on different rules of what we have here in England yeah yeah oh completely different mate I mean forget about that that is that's not important nowhere near I mean people that's why I personally get annoyed when you see all of these naive, usually young people online going on, but <laughs> we might as well live under a Nazi dictatorship. And yeah. you sort of think, are you fucking mad? Right? Mm. This country, governments come and go, you might not like the Tories, you might not like Labour, whatever. The point is, whoever's in charge, this is <clears throat> a, a, an extremely free country. It's not yeah. a great place to live for everyone, but it's a fucking mm. damn sight better than pretty much every other country in the fucking world, right? Well, and yeah. I tell you this, it's a lot better than... If you if you don't like it, if you blithely, casually refer to um, the United Kingdom in 2020 as a fascist dictatorship, then you go and fucking spend five minutes living in Snow White times, mm. right? Wherever the fuck that was and whenever it was, we don't know. But I tell you what, it was no fucking picnic, Mm. Right for anyone. I think it might have been Transylvania. Would you rather live under Boris Johnson or the Wicked Queen? I, I think it's Transylvania. That's where I think it was. But I wouldn't let her live there. Similarly, you've got a lot of people at the minute on social media complaining about isolation and lockdown and all of that. When yeah. to be fair, that they've got it easy. They've got food. They've got entertainment online. They've got the whole world at their fingertips on the internet. It's amazing. And unless you're My. unhealthy, then you've got no to complain about. There's a lot of people who've got fuck all all the time in this country. And there's a lot of people who've got a lot going on having a fucking moan about shit. And they should just fucking pipe down. And people who, some people can't afford Netflix or Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Can't afford food. My mate, Nev, he's a diabetic and he is at risk. He's, you know, very at risk. Mm. He's having to go out twice a week, right? 
he lives down in I think Streatham, Brixton Way, and he can't. He hasn't got a car, right? He's got two kids, and he needs to go out to get his <clears> medication <throat> and his food, and he can't be. You know, he he lives paycheck to paycheck. He can't be fucking. Um, order, doing your big Ocado shop and all of that and he's sending us pictures on our thread and I'm thinking fuck's sake mate you're, you're, you're the sort of bastard who should be in the whole time but he said I've got no choice I've yeah. got to get out I've got to get my insulin yeah, I've got to get my food I haven't got a car he hasn't got people he's, you know his relatives live in other parts of the country he hasn't got people who can drop shit round for him hmm. right um, anyway he's so literally it's like, in a life or death situation Daily. He is actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway, we, we're getting sidetracked there, which is not what we're here for. Where were what we? we're saying is, think yourself lucky you're not Snow White. Mm. So then okay. she's on. I think she's on a balcony. I mean, I watched this about ten days ago, so I'm, I'm a bit foggy on the detail. No, you're getting ahead of yourself here, mate. This is what happens. She's at the wishing well. Yeah, she's not on the balcony yet. She's oh, we're going really talking. deep. Okay, she's talking <clears throat> to. Now this is a very important part of the film. Right, I'm watching it now. I'm going to bow to your superior knowledge on a lot of this. I think she's she's chatting to these doves. Yeah, she's fucking annoying, isn't she? Starts singing. Yeah. Can you hear this? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. True. Now this is the thing. I'm wishing. To find me oh, yeah. today. Okay, so this is a song she sings. She's Very, singing it into a wishing well. Yeah. Right? Bear in mind, she's 14, but this is the sort of patriarchy that um, everyone had to live under in those days. Age 14. She's there. I've just noticed, by the way, she's in full makeup. Full makeup. Heavy makeup, too. She's got a purpley eyeshadow. Yeah. This is Lips what I said. Red as the rose. This Although the, the mirror probably <coughs> reckons that she's probably going around claiming that her lips are naturally like that, but no one's lips yeah. are naturally that red. You know, this ties and in with the seemed... not very rags scenario mm. that's going on. She's a bit of a Kardashian figure in a way, isn't she? Kinda. Because she's got this glamorous lifestyle. Um, she's part of a rich family. She's got mm. a um, a new, let's say, an unusual. Um, step parent capable of changing their appearance, which we'll get to. Uh, unusual is quite uh, a yeah, word she's for like it, yeah. the Kardashian of her day. Anyway, she's singing down this well, and the song <clears> that she is singing, and the doves are all flying around. They're they're captivated by her, her song, and she sings into the well, and her voice echoes back at her. Mm. You know, I'm wishing, I'm wishing to find the one I love. But the whole song is, I basically want to find me a man. Right, mm-hmm. which is really horrible, and it's and it's the patriarchal society that has made a fourteen-year-old girl mm-hmm. right who should not be worried about relationships or men or anything like that. She should be finding her own way in life, but she has been indoctrinated into thinking that her only saviour or escape route from this life of drudgery that she's living is for a man to come and find her. And does so she the lyrics d- of the song are. Does she sing today to find as well? The one I... Yeah, she wants him to come today. Fucking hell. Well, wait and see what happens. Hang on, she's, she's, she's either very spoiled or very desperate. Now, here comes Prince Charming. Although that's not his name, we'll get to his name. 
He comes around the corner. He's wearing. He's got a great little get up. He's on a white horse. He's got a blue cloak mm. and a beret. Mm. Right. I've got to hand it to him. The cunt that's the business. It's well turned out. Right? Yeah. He he looks fucking great. Proper, I mean, proper prince like, isn't he? Who wouldn't like to fucking if you, if I was still single and I was on the pool, mm. I would love to rock up at the boozer on a horse in a cloak and a beret. Very I mean, much you'd, so. and I tell you, I'd have my shitty stick with me as well to fucking beat them up them with. Because once they clock me in this get up, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, so he comes outside the castle and he hears her singing, mm. right? And so he rides up to the wall and. the and the cheeky bastard takes he thought to himself, fucking hell, I like the sound I mean, of yeah. that. It's on a fucking uh, plate there. I'm going to have a look at this. Right, she's there singing about how she's desperate for a fella. Well, fucking it. May I present myself? A fella. Let me just check out what, what his name is. What is... My daughter told me this, but I've forgotten. The name of the prince. Sir John Prince. Snow White. He's got a great name. Prince Florian, that's his name. Oh, nice. Right. And he's an interesting character. So we're thinking Germanic then, Prince Florian. Yeah, it sounds a bit Germanic. He's ridden out and he's had a look, he's had a right good look over the fucking wall at her while she's singing. Has he seen her, has he? He's clocked her. He's climbed up. He's climbed off the horse and he's breached the walls of the castle and he's sitting behind her. She doesn't know that he's watching. I mean... bit creepy right let's not forget he's she's 14 right she's 14 he's climbed up on the wall climbed over can you hear that that's him fucking hell now this is this is one of the funniest and key moments of the film he's climbed over the wall of a castle mm. I mean if you've got a castle that's it's clear you sent you're sending a signal to the outside world that you don't want cunts yeah. bothering you that's why you've built a castle if not you just live in a normal is. house you built have you built a massive fucking stone stone fucking tower with massive battlements and walls around it and a moat or whatever, Ooh. right? Then that Draw means you're basically saying do not disturb, no fucking junk mail. Yeah. Much less no fucking creepy princes, right? Mm. He climbs over the uh he gets off his horse, he climbs on the wall, he looks at her for a while, then it cuts there and she's still leaning over the well, Ooh. singing a daft song. And she goes, she does the reprise, which is, to find me, to find me today. And you're waiting for the echo to come back today. Suddenly, I mean, it's like watching a thriller. It's like watching Fatal um, uh, fatal Attraction or Basic Instinct, right? Very much so, yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> he appears over her shoulder. Yeah. He's crept up quietly on her. And he repeats, he goes, he goes, today. Right? And... She, quite understandably, shits her knickers. Yeah. Right? Not literally, but she fucking shits jumps her out of her skin. <laughs> I'll shut I'll my rags. <laughs> Who the okay, fuck are you? <laughs> what the fuck's all this? <laughs> I've shut my rags. Well, I know I, know, uh, I, know, right. I, know, I know I sang today, but I thought, you know, I thought maybe half an hour at the, at the, at the most. Uh, I was being, listen, right, I was being metaphorical. I sort of meant around, you know, soonish. <laughs> Not like fucking right now. Next fortnight would do. This is the bit, right? Wait. Oh! Really weird voice. He's keen. It's like a thriller. She goes, oh, and jumps back from him, and he goes, hello. 
Did I frighten you? Yeah, not fucking much. What do you think? Oh, sorry. Did me climbing over the wall of your castle, then creeping silently up behind you, and then singing fucking bellowing the word today in your ear, right? Did that frighten you? Oh, I can see you're the nervous type. It's absolute, Jesus fucking Christ. Absolute toxic masculinity at its worst, isn't it? Entitlement. And entitlement, fucking yeah, exactly. Crossing boundaries. Like, him thinking she'll love this. Yeah. Right. She'll love this. Look at her lovely little lady there. She's going to fucking love this. I'm going to give her the surprise of her life. It's a wonder he didn't What's smack this? her on the arse as well. Do you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's gone to his horse. <laughs> Have a look at this, right? Hey, horsey. Have a look at this. <laughs> She's going to fucking love this. This is how it's done, horsey. Right. <laughs> so she Watch picks it. Watch your fucking it, learn, right? lad. <laughs> you can't be a single horse forever. Right. <laughs> He says, hold on a minute. I just want to hear what he says there. I think he says, hold on a minute. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, please. Wait, please, don't run away. <laughs> she runs off into the castle, right, and shuts the door behind her, and he goes, wait, please. My intentions wait, are good. I'm not like other princes. Don't run away. Jalapeño. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. What did you expect, Prince mm. Florian? What did you think was going to happen? Please don't run away. Jesus Come Christ. On, there's, there's a travel lodge down the road. I can get us in easy. <laughs> Special daytime race. <laughs> he goes, now that I've found you, hear what I have to say. He starts right. singing. Now that I've found you, hear what I have to say. Mm. Listen, right? I know this is all happening very quickly, right? <laughs> I know it seems strange, but believe me, it's not. Right? I've I've seen you. Yeah, fair enough. I've only seen you 30 seconds ago. But that's the kind of bloke I am. I'm instinctive. I follow my gut. And I know, bang, me and you, we're made for each other. When it's right, so it's right. The, the very least you could do. You lured me in here with your song about wanting to find someone to love you. Right? Well, now you've found him. So don't, you're blowing hot and cold, right? You're playing mind games. You're talking in circles. I just want you to hear me out. I don't right. want to use that's the phrase. I don't want to use the phrase. You're asking for it because that's contentious. But you right. know, you sang the song, love, and here I am. It's I don't want to say prick. I don't want to say prick tease. It's right, fake. That that, that's a horrible phrase, and I understand that. But having said that, you're here singing these songs, right? Everyone can fucking hear. 
I've come over without fair dues. I'll come over. I'll give her a chance. Now you're running away screaming. What I'm saying is, hear me out. So he decides that he wants to... So she goes up to her balcony, a bit like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And she peeps around because she's scared, but she's still curious. Mm. She's like, who the fuck is this mad con? Fucking hell, he's got some balls on him, hasn't he? I'm scared, but at the same time, I'm a little bit curious. He's piqued me interest. It's it's a nice break in the day, at the very least. (laughs) I was bored, I'll admit. (laughs) Fucking talking to them doves all day. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Right, so, I mean, they're not the best. They're not the best conversationists. Here we go. One song. Yeah. One song only for you. He's singing. This is going to be smacks of bullshit. This is going to be a very divisive podcast, I think. <laughs> right. Okay. It's very divisive, and we need to make our position on this clear. Right. This is. These different times. Different Remember, this times. was made before the war, mm. right? This was made in 1938. No cunt had even been to war yet, right? Mm. Well, First World this War. This was an age where people were still going around saying, I reckon Hitler's all right. He seems all right, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> says a few things that are a bit near the knuckle, but people are too politically correct these days, aren't they? <laughs> Half of it is just joking. It's tongue-in-cheek. And he right? gets the trains to run on time, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So... That's the era in which this was made. With that in mind, he starts singing one song, I have but one song for you, mm. making out, oh, I've got this song up my sleeve that I was keeping, mm. especially for meeting someone like you. Yeah. She hides behind a curtain, but as he sings these lyrics, they seem to like win her over because her frown turns to a smile. And suddenly, and this is the bit where it gets very sexist, she starts um, tidying her hair mm. and smoothing down her rags to mm. make sure she looks presentable. Then she turns around and walks back out onto the balcony yeah. to, to to let him see her. And then he's like, I fucking knew it. It's all Carson, a game, isn't you it? That? Sing him a fucking song. It's very simple. <laughs> he said he's making all sorts of bullshit claims now. He says, I will be constant and true. He's just met her. He'll be constant. He's been fucking constant so far, hasn't he? He's been fucking relentless. I think think he says constant and true. Yeah. Sounds like he's referring to his bowel movements. Anyway, she's suddenly... She's smiling. She can't believe it. Suddenly she's in love. Mm. I mean, but she's very naive. He's a manipulator and she's an idiot. That's what this is. What's funny is... What's funny is, at this stage... This is so funny, mate. <laughs> the camera pans across, right? So they're in this romantic moment and she suddenly breathes this heavy sigh, right? Like she's like, oh my God, this is all my dreams come true. Mm. He's handsome. She's never had a boyfriend before. He's turned up at her rig. Mm. He's singing up to her window. I suppose it is romantic, right? And he's singing this. And it's quite sweet. And suddenly the camera pans across from her just so you're thinking how lovely it is. And it pans up to the Queen and the Queen is in her bedroom in another window overlooking this scene and she's watching the old thing and she is fucking fuming about (laughs) it right and she just does this face like she's so angry and you think she's going to say something like oi keep that fucking racket down who are you fuck off or I'll get the guards on you right but she doesn't she's so angry she can't even talk Mm. and she angrily pulls the curtain shut Mm. because the source of her anger is not that there is a fucking intruder 
on her grounds, yeah. right? A, a strange bloke who is harassing her stepdaughter. That's not what's bothering her. What's bothering her is that a handsome prince fancies her stepdaughter exactly. and not her. And not her, which is in keeping with what the mirror said earlier on, isn't it? So it yeah. just re- reinforces exactly. that. So it's just rubbing it in. Yeah. She's like, fucking you it. Right. And this is the last straw so, for her, basically, isn't it? She's like, fuck. This is it now. Yeah. She's like, fuck. It's war. Yeah. This is the point at which she thinks she has to die. Mm. I need to kill. I need to have my stepdaughter killed because I will not have this. I will not see her win the hand of a handsome yeah. prince. And it all makes sense. When I'm stuck here. Yeah. And my, the closest I've got to a boyfriend is a fucking mirror. Yeah. Who <laughs> doesn't even fancy me. It doesn't even have a... And even if he did, he hasn't got a cock. Um, which I think we discussed in the last episode. I think we episode. did, yeah. It cuts from that into the, I think, my favourite speech of the whole thing, a speech that I memorised over the years. And once... To use against people? Feeling, well, I was on talk radio once presenting the show and we, I think a guest dropped out. And for some reason, probably, I would say a low point in my broadcasting career, but think of some of the things we've done on this show. Right, yeah. you see a broadcasting, but yeah, yeah, and so I, I ended up sort of talking through Snow White to explain how it was my favourite mm. film, and I actually performed this next soliloquy, which is basically the Queen sat in her insane throne. Right, the Queen is wearing an insane outfit. Anyway, the outfit of a megalomaniac. She's got a huge fucking spiky crown. She's got a massive white collar that's huge and sort of stands up around her neck. Mm. A bit like Harry Hill, actually. Not unlike the (laughs) the collar favoured by Harry Hill. And she's got this long purple gown, a huge medallion, and a massive black cloak, and loads and loads and loads of makeup, right? And she is sat in this gigantic, um, this gigantic, awesome throne, which has a uh, peacock, a sort of a bejeweled peacock, as the headrest mm. and the peacock's massive what do you call it it's big tail forms like a gigantic backdrop anyway it's hard to explain but it's the massive this, 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 this dive is deep Sam this dive is deep yeah and she's there and she is it cuts straight to her furious mm. and it's thought right I'm going to go to my fucking throne room and I'm going to summon my faithful huntsman mm. right and I'm going to brief him on what I want him to do right and here's what she says. Find some secluded plain where she can pick wildflowers. Yes, Your Majesty. <laughs> and there, my faithful huntsman, mm. you will kill her. Did, did you hear that? My faithful huntsman. She's fucking laid a power play on him there, hasn't she? Take her to the forest, somewhere quiet, where she can pick wildflowers. I always like that bit, because I sort of think, I wouldn't mind doing that, going yeah. out into a forest to pick wildflowers. It'd be a great little Just thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, take her out somewhere to pick wildflowers. Uh, and then, my faithful huntsman, mm. you will kill her. Mm-hmm. Right? The huntsman, someone pointed out on Twitter that he looks a little bit like Duncan McKay. Duncan McKay from Roy the Rovers. Rovers, yeah. Crossover. He's got a, like a black beard and sort of longish hair in a sort of bob, a sort of bob style with a fringe. <clears throat> anyway, he's a funny looking fella, and he straight away I mark him out as a decent bloke with a heart because he goes, "But your highness, the little princess." Mm. She goes, "Silence!" 
you <clears throat> know the punishment for failure. And he goes, yes, your highness, like yep. that. And then the brief gets more detailed because she thinks, I don't want this cunt sort of bottling it. Listen. The penalty. If you fail. Penalty clause. Yes, your majesty. He's resigned to it. Listen to this. To make doubly sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To make doubly sure you don't fail, bring back her heart in this. And she's got this really ornate box that it looks as if it's been made especially for, for this, heart. right? She's commissioned it yeah. because the lock on the <clears throat> box is a heart with a dagger yeah. through it, right? So it's like, I'm going to need... She's called up her workshop. Yeah. Listen, right, I need to commission something, a new box, but pronto. I don't mind paying extra, but I need it turned round, like literally within the day. <laughs> It's uh, it, I need it. What's its purpose? Well, it's to put the heart of a dead relative inside. More right? specifically, a teenage girl. I don't know if that's yeah. larger or smaller than a regular heart, but that's what I'm I after. don't know the dimensions. You'll have to get your crew to research that, right? It needs to look the part, right? I want it nice looking, uh, but also in practical terms, I need it to be the right dimensions to fit a teenage girl's heart in. <laughs> And I don't want it seeping blood because it'll be quite bloody. So I don't want it seeping blood because, you know, if Plod comes sniffing about, <laughs> right, if Plod comes sniffing about the castle, right, asking what's become of Snow White, I don't want them spotting a box on the fucking mantelpiece with a load of blood spilling out of it, do I? I haven't said that. I, want them I to do just want, think, ah. on the front, I do want a heart and a dagger. So that's going to be a visual clue. But now, that's a chance that, I'll take. The reason I need that is that I've got a number of different boxes here (laughs) in the castle, right? And I need to know, I need something to identify what is in each one. If not, I waste, you would not believe the amount of time I waste looking through all my different boxes. I'm looking for, for instance, a particular pair of earrings, right? And I forget which box they're in. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like deal or no deal, right? (laughs) Having said that, as another request, I don't know if you can pull this off or not. Is there any chance I can get the box refrigerated? So we can keep the heart fresh because I don't want it going off. I don't want it going stale. I need a constant reminder of what I've done. Now, can you maybe put a USB socket on the back so I can plug it in, keep it refrigerated? I don't know. Failing that, failing that, you could make it like one of them humidors that you keep your cigars in, <laughs> right? So the atmosphere inside it is just so to keep it fresh case because i don't want the heart rotting i would like it to remain fresh for as long as possible so she's got this box and she hands it very ceremoniously to the huntsman Mm. and she goes just to make doubly sure bring her back bring back her heart so she doesn't want it to be a swift kill she's going to take her out to the woods and while she's picking flowers kill her Mm. and then please take the time to cut her heart out of her body yeah put it in this box bring it straight back yeah. then I can see that you haven't been bullshitting me. <clears throat> yeah, because there'll be a lot of that so, going on, I reckon, with the, the teenage girl slaughtering business. Yeah, exactly. She wants to make damn sure. So he's like, he's, he looks gutted. Doesn't he? Then we're yeah. out in the wild flowers bit, right? And you see her, and it does look lovely. She's in a beautiful little, like, sort of meadow hill bit. Yeah. And there's all these lovely wildflowers, and she's feeling great. She's changed out of her. For her, this is a great day out. Yeah. Don't forget, she's more or less a prisoner in the castle. Yeah. And she's like, the huntsman's come to her and said, oh, uh, Snow White, listen, uh, the Queen's 
lined up a bit of a treat day out for you. <clears throat> oh, that's wonderful. What are we going to do? <laughs> Get changed. Put on your best clothes. I'm taking you up the woods to pick wildflowers. <laughs> why Why has she asked you, the huntsman, to do this? You don't normally she's accompany busy. me. You're, you're no, normally dead. hunting and killing. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah I know. It, it seems strange, but I said I was happy to do it. She's dead busy with other things, and um, she's she wants me to keep an eye on you, you know. Because there's weird things going on in the woods sometimes. You go, okay, very well. I'll just get changed into my princess outfit. <laughs> so she goes and gets changed. And he is out. He's standing on a separate hill mm. about 100 yards back. And for a man who's about to murder a teenage girl, he looks pretty relaxed. He does. Because he's got one arm. He's got one hand all casual on the tree. <laughs> his horse is like, he's giving his horse something to eat. So his horse is bent down next to him eating. And he's just leant across the tree with one ankle crossed across the other. Business all as casual, usual. Keeping an eye on her thinking, that's it. Keep picking. <laughs> and in a minute, I'm going to come over, kill you. Right. Put your heart in the box. Take your back of the queen. Yeah, I've got the box here. What's that box, Huntsman, that you're carrying with you? Don't you worry about that. That's it's got my me fags box. in it. It's got me snout in it. <laughs> um, we're going to leave it there, Sam, because... I've gone into so much detail. You have. I mean, at the minute, I've just done a quick calculation. We are on course to do 45 episodes of this, if we carry on at this rate. Right. So that's okay. exactly what we wanted to do uh, a whole year Listen, this is this is a point of high drama. Mm. Uh, it gets funnier once the dwarfs come into it it does right but you'll see we'll leave you on a cliffhanger the huntsman's about to kill her yeah what will happen next what will happen next i wonder tune in next Mm. time ttfn dickheads Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.